This episode is brought to you by our Fresh Start Full Mastery Program, a seven-month intensive and personalized growth program coming soon, designed to help you take complete ownership and fully embody a powerful, positive parenting way of life. Join the waitlist now to get instant access to the no-holds-barred cheat sheet, three common mistakes and beliefs that hold parents back from reaching full fluency as an empowered parent. Just head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash full mastery to join the waitlist where in addition to the free cheat sheet, you'll also get special pricing and other bonuses when the program launches in April. Well, hey there, families. I am so excited for you to be joining us for a new episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. This one is with our dear friend and mentor, Pam Dunn, from your Infinite Life Training and Coaching Company. She has been on the show a few times because we love, love, love Pam. I like to call her a female Yoda. Because she is so wise. She's literally one of my most favorite people on the planet. Today, she's going to talk to us about how to hold space versus rescue or fix or defend or make others change or overpower or force all those things that are kind of come so easy, easily to us as parents, right? They can be knee-jerk reactions, and not just in our parenting walk, but also in our life as human beings. Um, so we're going to have a really good conversation around how holding space can make you more a more effective parent and a, a kinder human. Um, but yeah, Pam is very special to, to us. I have been actually personally training with Pam for the last three years as I was on my journey to become a certified life coach and course leader of her programs over over at Your Infinite Life. I like to think of um, Your Infinite Life kind of like a sister program or a sister company to Fresh Start Family because I really do think of what they teach is um, is just essential for every parent to explore and if it's possible to go through a weekend course with them um, because in addition to the foundations course and the Bonfire Membership Program, everything I teach parents in the positive parenting realm, the life coaching side of things is just so important to really kind of peel back the layers of the onion and to get closer to your true self, right? I've heard another dear friend call it self-liberation, not self-growth. It's actually self-liberation as you just kind of just kind of get to the root of who you were really designed to be, which is um, a full, magnificent human being that's full of integrity and patience and compassion and empathy for others and all that kind of stuff. So the weekend course that I will teach one day as a course leader with Your Infinite Life is called Freedom to Be, and that is the course that changed my life 10 years ago when I had a strong-willed toddler and I really thought that she was the cause of all my problems. <laughs> and when I walked into that course, weekend, um, everything just changed for me. My eyes were open to this whole new way of seeing my daughter and doing parenthood and doing life. And during that Freedom to Be weekend course, I learned how to stop blaming other people, especially my daughter. I learned how to um, let my daughter off the hook and stop pressuring her to change, which was massive because I realized that pressuring people to change does not work. Although back then I was really trying hard before I walked into this weekend course with Your Infinite Life, Um, but it wasn't working well for me. I was just stressed out. I was anxious as a parent. I was really worried about my daughter thinking that something was wrong with her or that she was broken. Um, It really couldn't be farther from the truth. I also learned in that weekend course how to correct and, and really look at my own tones and attitudes that I really wasn't even aware of, but that were often disrespectful or causing people in my life. Uh, to not want to cooperate with me, especially my daughter. And then I also loved uh, just to love myself more and have more compassion on myself um, and everything I had been through in my life, which I which I learned uh, with Your Infinite Life and with my work with Pam Dunn, that loving yourself and having more compassion with yourself is actually essential if you want to, you know, basically, essentially, if the harder you are in yourself the harder you are in your kids, which makes relationships and parenting a lot tougher. So the more you love yourself, the more compassion you have with yourself, the more you can love your kids and the more compassion you can have with them. So overall, like I said, that that weekend course with your infinite life, freedom to be just literally radically changed my life and was pivotal in just creating a new direction for me as a mother. So, um, you know, fast forward all those years and I decided to become um, 
a teacher of that work, and it's just such an honor to be involved with that organization. And I just love Pam Dunn. So I think the conversation that we're having today around empathy and holding space and the wisdom that she brings to this episode is so important for a few different reasons. I think the world is a really heavy place right now. Uh, I mean, gosh, can you you can feel it, right? I mean, just between the corona and quarantine drama that we are still in and um, just the fears I think we are all carrying around regarding, um, you know, our health, the fears regarding our economy, the fears regarding, you know, are our kids ever going to be able to go back to school? Are we ever going to be able to return to our normal state of life? Like, there's just a lot of of feelings of being scared right now, right? And sadness. And um, and then on top of that, you have just the racial injustice that is being, you know, the rising of the consciousness of America is kind of how I like to end the world is how I see it is that I think we're all realizing that there is so much work to be done in the realm of racial justice and that we all have a big responsibility to step up and be part of that positive change for our world. And regarding that, there's so many feelings and emotions swirling around, right? There is so much hurt and sadness and fear and anger and that's a lot to handle and then on top of that you have our normal parenting roles right where we're just trying to have more peace and joy in our home when we're all together 24 7 and we are trying to get our kids to listen well and cooperate better without having to rely on fear and force and you kind of pile that all up and holy smokes it's heavy right now. So this conversation and this education that Pam is giving us today on this practice of holding space and having empathy for others is essential, is essential for all of us to really listen up to. So I hope you will slow down and listen to this entire episode today and really take in what Pam teaches us. And, you know, I know I am a work in progress. I am always trying to get better at listening to my kids, to my husband, to others in the world. Um, and I know I'm really enjoying being on a, a learning journey with how to hold space in a greater capacity for others. So without further ado, enjoy this episode. Families, I love you all. I am so grateful for every single one of you who listen to this show, who are part of this movement of families who care so deeply about the ways they are raising their little human souls. And I want you all to know I see you, I admire you, and I appreciate you all. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families, and welcome to another episode of The Fresh Start Family Show. We are so, so excited to be here with you guys today. Um, there probably might be some moments of holding back tears during this episode because at the time of this recording, it's just a very um, emotional time for our nation, for our world, and it's just such an honor to be sitting here with our dear friend and mentor, Pamela Dunn, who is the owner of your Infinite Life Training and Coaching Company. And she's here to talk to us today about how empathy requires holding space. So we are going to talk a lot about the power of empathy and how we can do that through learning this practice and this tool of holding space. And um, I'm going to go over what we're going to cover real quick so you guys can know what to expect in this episode. And then I'll pass the the microphone over to Pam so she can introduce herself a little bit more. But we're going to talk to you guys about how holding space takes lots and lots of practice to become good at. Number two, we're going to talk about how holding space can only happen when you acknowledge all parts of you and all judgments about the present moment. And number three, we're going to talk about how holding space is the key element to de-escalating fights, disagreements, creating closeness, loving yourself, and accessing creativity for solutions, which parents is Mm -hmm. massive. And for all humans listening, is massive in our world, right? (laughs) So welcome, Pam. Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Thank you. It's always great to to be with 
you too and it's been a while since yeah. you know since this is also are a few months into you know a pandemic and now <laughs> and now this but I'm glad we're talking about holding space you know yeah. I think for me being an owner of a company but also leading quite a few people this concept has been the thing that has changed me to become a better leader, a more effective leader, a more productive business owner. Over the past couple years, actually, I've been really diving into this concept. It's taken a long time. I think that's why I said the first thing is it requires lots and lots of practice. (laughs) So I come to you having had lots and lots of practice. (laughs) I love it. Oh, and for all the listeners out there, um, you know, just a reminder about your infinite life um, and Pam. So Pam is Terry and I's, like I said, dear friend, and she also mentors us. She is who we call every single month um, to to talk and to, to get mentored by and guided by. And you are such a strong leader in our life. And having studied under you uh, for the last three years to become um, a course leader, hopefully one day in the future with your infinite life has just been such an honor. And your leadership skills is something that, you know, we admire greatly. And it's something we try um, really hard to, to put into practice. So Pam, um, yeah, like I said, she's the owner of Your Infinite Life, and, and if you guys haven't listened to the other episodes that she's on, um, they are number four of the Fresh Start Family Show, where Pam talked to us about influencing others, and then number 11, which was all about self-reliance, and both are just fantastic episodes that I, if you, you know, I know you'll in- enjoy this episode today, but I would encourage you to go back and listen um, more to those episodes, um, so you can, so you can hear more of Pam's incredible wisdom, but uh, the Your Infinite Life Coaching Weekend Courses are what we recommend to every single family on the planet, every single parent, every single human. Um, but they really did change both Terry and I's lives, and um, and we just can't recommend that en- them enough. I think that they are the perfect complement to parenting education programs because they go a lot deeper and kind of peel back the layer of the onion, so to speak, so you can start to really understand um, what's going on inside of you, right? Um, and it really just helps you actually change the behavior that you want that helps you um, just be the person that you really want to be because sometimes we have these great goals and then we actually step into our lives every single day and we're like, why are we yelling? It's only 8 a.m. And I swore I wasn't going to yell today (laughs) and I've already screamed at the kids six times. Like why, right? And your infinite life I think really helps you understand a lot of the why of like, you know, um, habits and behaviors and uh, your heart and all those types of things. So um, it's just like, like I said, it's so special to have you here, Pam. So, okay. So you talked a little bit about why this is such um, an important subject for you. Um, let's just go ahead and get right into it. Um, talk to us about, first off, what, you know, what is, what, how do you define holding space? What does that mean for someone who's new to this concept? Uh, it might it might be a little bit of a woo-woo word, like, what does that mm-hmm. mean, you know? Um, I know I had found two quotes or two kind of ways to look at it that I loved. One of them was holding space. When you hold space for someone, you bring your entire presence to them. You walk along with them without judgment, sharing their journey to an unknown destination, yet you've, you're completely willing to end up wherever they need to go. You give your heart, you let go of control, and you offer unconditional support. And then the other one I loved, and then I can't wait to hear in your own words how you describe it. Um, the other one, of course, is from the very famous and inspirational Brene Brown. There mm. is, um, she says, empathy has no script. There is no right way or wrong way to do it. It's simply listening, holding space, withholding judgment, emotionally connecting, and communicating that incredibly healing message of you're not alone. So those are some like, you know, um, descriptions out there of holding space, but tell us how you see it. What, what does that mean? Like, help well, us I, understand. I think that's, <laughs> that first definition was amazing. Uh, and I, I think that it fits into what I would say. I think that it's hard to define holding space in just a short thing because it requires a sense of being as well as a mindset. So so the first part is that, you know, 
we really hold space all the time when we're feeling confident and we're good about what's going on and maybe if we're helping somebody do something and it's not triggering us. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Easy peasy. Yes, it's easy. And we're, we're naturally holding space. But it's the moment, the the reason why I think we need to draw attention to it is because we need it the most when we are challenged. You you know, that that moment that we're, you know, as you spoke to earlier, that why am I, it's eight o'clock, why am I yelling? And I said I wouldn't yell. Yeah. Those are the the times that we need to learn how to hold space for ourselves. So it, it is about being fully present and without judgment. But it's also the mindset in that moment, we can't be fully present without judgment if we're not acknowledging where we are judging. Yeah. So so if we use an example of where, you know, we're to a point of frustration and we, you know, mm-hmm. maybe have a moment <laughs> of space where we say, okay, I'm not going to yell right now. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to halt that. That's the the presence of holding space. And mm. and in that moment, you just really consciously begin to recognize that okay, right now I maybe want to run or yell or lash back, but I'm not going to. Also right now, the reason why I want to do that is because I don't really like the way you're behaving. Yeah. <laughs> or what you're saying. But I'm going to hang in there to just be present to see what's going on rather than trying to fix it. See, holding space, you know, I think about people that have held space for me and and the times that you have held space for your kids is that what's happened is they haven't really said anything to you. Right, yeah. But get that opportunity to just let it all out, you know, like do the verbal dump or however you want to describe it, or your kids get to just rant for a few minutes. If you've ever been able to hang in there through that, what happens is we actually go within ourselves and find that space of whatever we need or whatever is really going on or the feeling we might be not feeling. That's that's what happens when we just, that's why I think it's called holding space. Because we give space to whatever is occurring. So, so Pam, um, let me just ask you real quick. So is it kind of like pausing but remaining present? Yes. And not making so, it about yourself? Yeah, like, we should have asked you. That was great. <laughs> Well, I, I'm just, well, because we went right into this so example of like um, yelling and things like that. And I was like, okay, I was thinking we were going to go more into maybe about um, empathy or like being there for someone. But sometimes it sounds like your first indicator of uh, that you're not being there for someone is because you're making it about yourself by blowing up or yelling or whatever, when you should just be pausing and being present. Exactly. You know, I love I love what you just said, because even that whole thing about, you know, being there for somebody, being there for somebody is actually not being fully present because your listening becomes about how can I help them? What do I need to do for them? Right. When when the reality is, is that they usually can figure that out for themselves. And that's where the self-reliance, the influence, if I talk about my other episodes, you know, and, and the empathy can come from. Yes. And parents, this is something that we go into really deeply in the Freedom to Be weekend course, which is one of the two weekend courses that we really, you know, Terry and I recommend every single, like I said, parent goes through, but there's so much, you know, there's so much deepness to this. Of course, what we're hitting today is just kind of the top layer. Um, but I know, like, when I think of my real life situations where I've actually succeeded or remembered to even think about practicing this concept sense of holding space, it prevents me from, like, jumping to conclusions to fix or help 
um, because I can, there's a, so there's a few different situations that come to mind because I always love to give listeners like real life scenarios, right? So they can apply it. So one of them is when um, Terry comes to me with like sometimes a work issue um, that he wants to just kind of be like, oh my gosh, this is hard. I've noticed that a lot of times I will try to fix it. And it's like this natural inclination, which is the opposite of holding space. So I'll say to him, why don't you just do this? Like, why don't you just say this or do that? Or what you need to do is like, how about this? And it's like, whoa, it's a major thing for me. And then, of course, with the kids, especially I think of this when they're fighting a lot. And I've been working on years of trying to like just slow down, right, and, and practice this. But I find myself at least acknowledging now when I don't and then acknowledging when I do. So when they're having an argument or when they're just wanting to like kind of like vent about, not vent, but um, you know, when there's a heated moment, when I can slow down and do this, it just feels so much better. And then the third situation I'm seeing right now play out in our world is as like, you know, this like consciousness comes to our nation and our world about the racial inequality and what's happening and what's been happening for generations, I can see humanity doing this, right? Like we're actually, hopefully everyone will get on board and hopefully this episode will help, but like to slow down and just listen and hold space. And and that's literally, I, and you know, like on social media right now, it's it's literally a, a, people are trying to literally give space and hold space and not jump to fix, not jump to give like the Caucasian perspective, right? But just to literally listen and just be there, right? I think if we can do this as a world right now, um, we can really help bring healing and light, right? So this is the kind of that first step. Parents, listen up. There is something very special coming soon that I'm really excited to tell you about, and that is our Fresh Start Full Mastery Program, where you will spend seven months getting personally mentored by me, learning, growing, and being poured into on every level as a parent. This program is very limited in seats due to its high level of support and mentorship, so if you're interested at all in expediting your journey from stressed to thriving as a parent, and you want to step into full ownership, embodiment, and advocacy as an empowered parent, I encourage you to go ahead and sign up for the waitlist to be notified when this program opens for enrollment. As a bonus for hopping on the waitlist, I'll send you my no-holds-barred cheat sheet, where I sum up the three most common fears and beliefs that hold parents back from reaching full fluency as an empowered, thriving parent. Plus, parents on the waitlist will get a special discount and bonuses when the program opens for enrollment in April. Just head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash full mastery to hop on the waitlist now and I'll send you more details. Hey there, families. I want to take a second to tell you about my friend Andrea's company, Tubby Todd Bath Products. Andrea has been making gentle body care basics for little ones since 2014, and I just love what her and her company is all about. I want to give you an opportunity to try out their products for 10% off by heading to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash tubby Todd. That's T-U-B-B-Y-T-O-D-D. Families, they have a new watermelon line for summer that is so fun. It smells so good and it's super clean and safe for your little ones. So go check out Tubby Todd. I think you will love them. I have a tendency to get a lot of my products from Beauty Counter and Honest Company because I do really care a lot about the ingredients, but I also love supporting Andrea because she's a local, small, family-run business, and now more than ever, I find myself being attracted to small, family-run businesses. So go check them out. Again, you can get 10% off your first order by heading to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash tubby pod. Enjoy. But I see it happening right now and it's really beautiful to witness, right? And so I'm trying to keep my eye on where that is happening and trying to do it more myself because I find still that, that inclination to want to fix. And I know families, so many of you listening probably have a similar thing. You just, it's like if there's misbehavior, you want to get it taken care of. Let's clean this up. Let's move on, right? If the kids are fighting, well, what do you need to do to stop it? Like, if 
the tween is having an emotional moment, like, let's make this better. Like, you know, if, if the world is hurting, let's offer a solution. And so I'm learning in my own life that it doesn't work like that. Right. So I think yeah. what is, do you have any experience, Terry, that you want to share as far as like where you see this playing out or that, that listeners might be able to relate to? Well, I, I also just go back to thinking about, um, even the idea of, um, acknowledging that you yourself, um, are on a journey and you don't have it all yet. You don't have it all figured out and you don't understand everything yet. I think there's a few different camps of people. There are people that are like quick to jump and try to answer things because they think they've got it figured out. And then I think there's people who don't acknowledge that there's a problem. So they're like, well, why it's not, or it's not mine to fix type of thing. And I think that comes to light in situations like we're going through, um, out in the world, but also in just realizing that you might want to enter into a course to take a weekend class or, or get a little bit, um, you know, you know, expand your toolkit for parenting. You know, I think, I think it, I, I don't know. It's all about just, I think, humbling yourself to realize that you, you you don't know it all. Don't be quick to, to to say, I've got all the answers. And also don't be so far on the side of the fence to say, well, I, I don't need anything. So, you know, yeah. I think this idea of holding space is also for yourself, too, just to be like, put yourself in a state of being humble enough to say, I don't see it all yet, but I, I, I want to. And one of the only ways to do that is to hold space, I think, just to listen. Yeah, you know... It- You bring up such a good point that, you know, I want to make sure that we're clear about is that holding space is definitely for the other that you're involved in. But it's actually equally for yourself Mm. that you are in the moment that, you know, like you're deciding not to get involved in your kids fights. You're actually holding space first for yourself. You know, so that you don't react, you know, and and or you hear something or somebody says something to you about you. You know, I I am a white woman. So somebody, you know, there's been a lot of information out there that is, you know, takes me into consideration being white. And and that is important to hold space for myself to not feel like. I have to react or I have to apologize or I have to say something. Yes. Yeah. That there's so much of that inner turmoil going on right now. Right. Where that is such an, uh, an important point. I love that. And the humility that, that you spoke about Terry comes in the holding space, not in the saying something. Right. You know, I think that's what, what I loved about what you were saying too, is that it is extremely humbling to hold space. Yeah. Um, it makes me, you know, just to, to follow up on my personal examples I give with Terry, just being one of them. I, I, um, I found that when I'm successful at holding space and just listening more and, um, just letting him do all the talking, right. He does, like you said, come to his own conclusion he doesn't need my help you know like and that's I love that part of this right is um it is that I can see how it's for myself too because I get so tired sometimes I'm like I need to help everybody like you know and we've done so much incredible work that that's always that's not not necessarily always about me just wanting to be the helper there's some different there's some different layers there but um, that also it's just it's okay like to explore those like why do I want to jump to help or why do I want to um, fix this or what makes me uncomfortable about having him be uncomfortable like mm-hmm. you know what is all that stuff that you get to explore if you can just listen and slow down and and like you said hold that space but but what's so cool about on the other side of it is when I am successful I just see him thriving because when I don't do it. It's like there's been times when Terry will be like, "Okay, babe, can we just change the subject? I'm I'm done. Like I don't. Can we just like move on? Yeah. I'm I'm good. Don't worry about it." And the other times when I'm like, I just listen, or um, it, he's like, he's like, "Okay, you can just tell." He's like, the conversation ends, and he's just empowered. He's like, "I got my. I don't need anybody to fix me or help me, and I feel better because 
I just, I just listened like this, this idea of just listening is, is such a hard skill set, right? Like as parents, <laughs> as humans. Um, but it is so, I think, empowering on both sides to help us remember that we are strong and capable. We are self-reliant, right? Your other episode. And it's, it's just a beautiful process that, um, that is hard to attain. So yeah, that first point of, um, making sure you, you practice at it is so important, right? To not get shameful about yourself that you're not good at it yet. Yes. And I, I think the other thing is, is getting, uh, okay with leaning into the messiness. Yes. Because holding space is not usually a pretty experience. It's got a lot of mess involved and and that's the mindset that you you know in order to stay present you have to just remind yourself okay like this is not going the way I want this is not (laughs) present you know right now this is messier than I want it to be but I'm gonna hang in there that is so important because that makes me so uncomfortable and I, you know, I've done exercises with you and other people around this holding space idea and to just like the silence, I think for parents, for, for humans, it is so hard. Silence like is just like, oh my gosh, I should say something. I should do something. And it's just, it's amazing to see what happens when you just sit with that uncomfortableness or AKA messiness, right? Like if they say mm-hmm. something that you don't want them to say, or if, or if you're, you feel awkward because you're not contributing or like just, there's just such a storm that goes around in your head. I found at least when I did this exercise in person with you, um, that was just really, really fascinating. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think of it too. I mean, you and I have talked also about like when, um, when someone's obviously like, pouring out or, you know, uh, just kind of expressing what's inside of them, it doesn't mean they're asking for advice. (laughs) (laughs) If they're going to ask for the advice, you got to wait for them to actually ask for it. So this this idea that they open themselves up, you patch it all up. Look, you didn't figure it out. I figured it out for you. It's like you're you're, you're not, you're not doing the thing. (laughs) You're not doing, you're not holding space. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting too. And I I think that, you know, that definitely relates to spouses, but then even on a, um, you know, another level, like the kids were, um, they were arguing in their bathroom the other night and they were doing their thing going back and (laughs) forth. And I went in and I, I intervened and everything and it started to actually get, it started to unravel even more. And Stella just looked at me and she's like, why did, why did you come in and do that? We were working it out. Right. Like to me, it didn't sound like they were working it out. It was messy. Um, but she just called me out. She's like, why did you even do that? We were working it out. And we're like, oh, like. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) There's a, there's a quote. Didn't ask for your help. Yeah. Yeah. There's a quote I learned when I became a parenting instructor, uh, instructor many years ago, but it was you know, something to the effect of like, when you take on other people's problems, you overburden yourself and it's something to the effect of like you weaken that person or something like that. And it's an interesting concept, right? Like you, this extra weight goes on you and then you actually like, you don't give them an opportunity to look inward to be able to just ask for help or find their own solution, right? So it's an interesting idea. But yeah, is- and I think, you know, to, to your point, Terry, when you're, I think this is especially important to hold space for yourself when your kids are fighting, you know, because they're, they're doing their thing, but it's, it's uncomfortable for us. And if you can hold space for yourself to kind of look at, What's my, what's this discomfort for me right now? Yeah, You know, why am I uncomfortable or what am I feeling about their fighting? Because no one's asking for my help right now. Yeah. And so that, that is this number two, right? Um, can only happen. Holding space can only happen when you acknowledge all parts of you and all judgments in the present moment. So it's like you would yeah. want to acknowledge what's going on in your head, right? And what 
you're judging about the moment and yourself. Um, but yeah, this is this idea of this, this being present is something I've struggled with so much. I'm like, what does that even mean? I feel like I'm never present ever. I'm always thinking about how are we going to dissolve the fight? How are we going to like, it's always like five minutes ahead. <laughs> so I think it's just holding space combined with like, just right now, right now, what is this discomfort? How am I judging right. the situation? It's like, let me look inward. Let me hold the space. Well, you've gotten really good at the proactive parenting side of things, which is not a bad, <laughs> bad thing. You know, it's like, when, especially when the kids are really little, you're like, yep, I knew that was going to happen. Or you're like, yeah, I, I remembered the, so uh, remembered the diapers and I remembered this and I knew this was going to happen. So like you kind yeah, of pat yeah. yourself on the back for almost like looking in the crystal ball or whatever. Um, but you then there comes out. a time where you, <laughs> when you gotta like, um, you lose, like you're saying, you lose actually being present and being able to deal with something that you didn't expect at all. You know, I, I think that I'd love to talk just a second about how you, how we access presence, because I think it is one of those elusive concepts yeah. and yeah. it's, it's really important when, you know, when you're holding space for real, <laughs> you know, and rather than just the esoteric, oh, I'm going to hold space for you, right? you know, uh, but, but it's really presence is about honoring and acknowledging the messiness of our humanness. So as a human, in the reality, the real moment of, let's say somebody's come to me, complain, you know, I'll talk about myself. So somebody's come to me to complain about something that I said or did. And in that moment, I, in order to be fully present, I need to acknowledge that, wow, okay, I feel like really, like I'm triggered. I just want to defend myself and... And I'm also thinking, what a jerk you are, at, <laughs> yep. you know, for, for calling me out and you're not even doing it in a nice way. And you, who do you think, you know, like all those things that, that are real, even yeah. though they aren't true. Like I'm not, I know I'm not going to react from that part of myself that thinks this person is overstepping or wrong, or I'm not going to respond from that, but it's there. Right. And and to try to pretend like it's not there, then I have to work really hard to push it away. And so so we can be really present when we know it's there and we see it, but we're still going to be present to okay, I know I can uh, you know, I can be a good listener, even though I'm not happy about what's happening right now. I love that. <clears throat> That's presence. Yes. Yeah, it's like acknowledging all of the things. Yeah. Yeah, like what's happening right now? It's okay. I can do this. It's like I've heard you talk too about it's like acknowledging it all and then you do get to choose. Right. Like who you who you talk to, like in your head. Mm -hmm. And if you get I think if you give yourself a moment, like if we can just slow down a little bit more, the other side will come. Right. Like there's a lot of that that messiness that comes with it. Right. Like you're a jerk. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't see my contribution. How dare you, child, talk to me like that or mm -hmm. what like your judgments, what's going on in the world like why, you know, this, that, but if you just give yourself a moment to say, okay, and where's the other stuff? There's other stuff too, that is more based in compassion and your own magnificence and, you know, um, patience and empathy. It'll come, you know, like it'll be there. Like I have faith that it's there. Yeah. It's actually all, both are always there. Right. I think that we spend so much time thinking that the quote unquote negative parts you know, are bad. And it means if we acknowledge that they're there, then we're bad. Right. Oh, that's a good point. But, but it's not true. You know, I mean, and, and look at our kids, we can see our kids in the moment that they're behaving in a way that, you know, we might say is bad behavior. We don't see them as bad. Yes. Right. We can do that with them. 
So it's important to do it for ourselves too. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or our consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier. Okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Oh, and that's such an, I love that, especially like right now with so many people struggling, right? Our brothers and sisters of color who are just crying out saying, guys, listen, listen, right? And there's, I think there's a lot of people struggling with like focusing on the looting, right? And like, how has this gone wrong? And like, And just knowing that when you slow down and you hold space, you're going to be able to like just hear what's underneath, what is going on, what is some of these like triggers that have been going on for for generations inside of people that that have a tendency to come out in bad behavior, right? For some, right? For the for the few that are looting or that are taking this to a violent level, Um, but it doesn't make them bad people. It makes the behavior bad, of course, like peaceful protest. Yes. Right. Um, Looting and destroying businesses. No bad behavior, not bad people. Like let's let's not ever get that messed up. Same mixed up. Same with our kids. Right. It may be bad behavior to smack your sister in the face or push her into a rose bush and bloody her finger. But it's not a bad person. It's not a bad person. Um, but to acknowledge the uncomfortableness inside of there, right? And to make sure you're giving yourself space to like make sure you listen to that like, oh yeah, this is not about the person. This is about the behavior. And then how do we like listen more? How do we hold space to understand what's underneath of it? What's causing it? How can we help, right? Would that be an accurate way to look at some things? Yeah, I think um, I, I think of the other day, one of my clients asked me, how do I talk about, you know, the, the to my kids mm-hmm. about how it goes from peaceful to violent in a protest? Right. And I said, I think the best way to talk about that is to ha- talk to your child about Hey, you you remember that time that you got so mad at your brother that you turned and smacked him or you pushed him or you yeah. just all of a sudden lashed out and then you probably even thought, "Wow, I'm probably going to get in trouble for that. I shouldn't have done that." <laughs> uh, you know, or he deserved it. Right. You know, either way, 
the thing is, is that that's what's going on in the world. That's all. Beautiful. Yep. You know, that that it, it can help you understand. You don't have to agree with it. No one's saying you have to agree with it. But what we're, but what we want to all develop is the space to be able to be com- more compassionate and understanding. That is literally the best example ever and the best way to talk to kids about it. Yeah, that's great. I was just going to say this idea of being present and as many concepts that we've, um, you know, come to learn or, or are still learning, um, through fresh start family or in the, in the course room is like these things that aren't really taught to us. So it's like, we're taught and we learn, we, we get really good at being busy and fixing things and, um, also passing judgment on things or ignoring things like, but this idea of like, of just listening, being, soaking it all in without passing the judgment, without putting the bandaid on it, without feeling like you need to, like, it's not really taught. Like we get so good at like, oh, you know, okay, uh, what are you going to do with your time? Be busy. What's your accomplishment? Um, you're going to do this, this. It's like, you know, all these things we're taught, but we're never really taught this as, as human beings. And it's, it's such a huge missing piece, you know? Yeah. And I think that's where probably, you know, a lot of people, the reason why they um, find such peace through prayer and meditation and yoga and things like that is because it's like, oh yeah, this is like a huge part of life that yeah. um, if you don't kind of, you know, make space for it, um, you're just going to be on this treadmill of, of, of judgment and action and you're going to miss a lot. You're, you're, you're going to miss a lot. You're going to miss a lot of opportunities within relationships. You're going to miss a lot of opportunities for growth. Um, yep. So, yeah. That's a, that's it, a mic drop so right true. there. It is. <laughs> and I'm like, well, and I think yes. that's what people, you know, I think that's the common thing with um, hopefully everybody that's listening is like, you want the most for your life and you want the most for the relationships around you, for the people you love. You don't want to just kind of stay where it is. You want to just, you want to continue to grow together and you want yeah. that for your kids too. And, you, and yeah, I yeah. love this. Like you said in there, um, to hold the space without passing the judgment, right? Like, and I love just kind of, as we bring our conversation to a close here in a little bit, it's like, that's a huge thing. I think for everyone listening right now is what you pointed out, Pam is like, there's going to be judgments. There's going to be stuff that goes through your head about your kids or the way things are happening in the world, but you don't have to pass them on, right? Like you can step into learning. You can, you can build your muscles around everything that we're talking about. That doesn't just happen by snapping your fingers. (laughs) Like you do need to get into a course room with your infinite life. You do need to get into a parenting course with Fresh Start Family or whoever, like you, it doesn't just happen by snapping your fingers and it can happen for you, right? Um, but it's going to take practice and and the judgments are always going to be there. The, the talk, there's always going to be a lot of talk in our head, but to develop this practice of holding space and to be able to, to be able to choose who you engage with more, to be able to choose what you do with those thoughts and um, how they turn into actions is, is just really fascinating. So, I mean, the third point we have on here is just the ender bender of yeah. all. <laughs> so holding space is the key element to de-escalating fights disagreements, creating closeness, self-love, and accessing creativity for solutions. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I, yes. Did we cover them all? It's like, it's like the answer <laughs> to it all. I know. Yeah. I, well, and the, the thing is, is that as I th- thought about, you know, every time I've held space, it, it, that one, one or more of these have happened. But I think the key that happens every time is that I find a way to like and love myself a little bit more. Mm. Because I think we underestimate that when we hold space and recognize that, oh, 
there's oh there's those judgments you know and we don't and we also choose not to behave from those judgments then you can walk away from that and go man i'm cool yeah. <laughs> I just yes. Did. <laughs> yes you're right that is such yes yeah, because so many parents I help on a daily basis do, they lack confidence. They don't have a lot of confidence because they just feel like crud every night that they lay their head on their pillow because they just don't like what they're having to do, so to speak, with their kids. And I see them like when they when they practice something new or when they build a skill set or when they're able to, to hold space, they, they come to our Bonfire membership program and they we like are really good at sharing success stories with each other because we know the value of them and they are just beaming with pride or joy, you know, like mm. you have helped me over the years take pride literally out of my language, literally. Everybody at Fresh Start Family, we don't use proud of anymore. We use inspired by because of you, Pam. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. it's really nice. But they are so, in- so these parents come to the table and they're so inspired by themselves that they were actually mm. able to influence their little human beings to get in the flipping car without threatening them, you know, or to get to go to bed without taking stuff away or, you know, raising their voice. Like it's just this confidence that is so beautiful and, and everything that you're talking about that they get to acknowledge that it wasn't perfect. It was messy. They had thoughts that go around in their head that almost destroy them. But, um, but yeah, and then last thing I wanted to say is just the the and Terry might have to run do no, nine o'clock we're call. Good. Okay, we're good. good. Um, Terry has a full time job as a creative uh, director. So. I also have very understanding coworkers and a boss who would love what we're doing right okay, now. Good, so. good, good. Okay, good, good, good. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. Shout out to Nixon. I know they care so much about everything that's going on in the world right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But this last one of accessing creativity for solutions. So holding space is the key element to all these things we said, but like this accessing creativity for solutions is so huge. Some of the, some of my favorite things I've seen shared on social media lately, which I've just been loving. It's a heavy space right now with the world, like everything that's going on. And I've just, because I'm such a feeler, I've been just, I just emotions. Like I just am loving the, the, um, the education. I feel like the, the listening I've been able to do through so many new people that I found. Right. But one of the two of the favorite things I saw was, um, there was a, uh, you know, a few gentlemen, few black gentlemen, they were at a protest and, um, the, the one guy was a 46 year old guy. And he may have been like, you know, moving towards like just anger around policemen or maybe moving towards like, let's loot this place. There was a 36 year old male who said, um, you know, they were like yelling at each other, but it was like with deep connection. So they were screaming in each other's faces and he was saying, this is not right. The 46 year old guy, this is not right. We can't let this go on anymore. Uh, and it literally brings up emotion in me because it was so moving. And um, the 30 the 36-year-old guy is screaming back at him and he's like, I hear you. I understand you. I'm with you. And they're screaming and he's like, and, and they're like, and then he turns to the 16-year-old guy next to him and he's, the 36-year-old starts to scream at him, you have to find a new way. This is not working. We have been doing this for decades. I stood in this same place two decades ago and did the same thing and it's not working. And he's just screaming at him. And this 16 year old, beautiful young man is just like listening. He's like standing tall and he's listening. And he's like, you have to get creative. You have to find a new solution. (laughs) And it was like, yes, creativity, right? (laughs) Creativity, if we can just use empathy to get us to be more creative with one another. It's like, but you, I saw it roll out. Like he was, of course, they're sharing in this empathetic moment of like, this flipping sucks. We're hurting, we're grieving, this is not okay. And we've got to get creative. Like without the creativity, there's not going to be as much success. And that's the same thing in our parenting walk. It's the same thing if we're trying to like end this the crazy amount of racial injustice in our nation and our world, but we've got to get creative, right? Uh, Yes. And I think that the way that you're describing that is, I saw that also. And what was beautiful was it was a really good example of holding space Ah, and that it, 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 everybody there was holding space for that messiness to be there. 
Yes. And and then the creativity shows up. So so I think that is so vitally important to always remember that that it's in that moment of you know of holding space that those beautiful things can occur and it was messy. Yes, very messy and very emotional. Mm-hmm. And it was freaking beautiful. Yeah, and so oh the other thing I was thinking was for parents, how many times have your kids said something to you in a really harsh, judgmental, mean way, but boy, was it good. Right. (laughs) You need to listen, hear it in that moment. You know, like, but, but maybe you spent a little bit too time, too much time talking about the way they were saying it. Right. Stella just did that to me last week. Yeah. Yeah. She said, mom, that was hurtful. What you said to me was hurtful. And I wanted to flare up, and I was like, crap, you're right. Yeah. It was. <laughs> you say that nicer to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Well, gosh, I do. I think we covered so much here. And, gosh, I hope, listeners, that this inspires you to um, step in to learn even more beyond this, right? This is just touching, like, the tip of the iceberg, so to speak, around um, how holding space and and having empathy um, requires holding space, how it can help you um, have more joy and connection with your kids, have more um, just (laughs) joy in your your life and help, um, help everything. Empathy is the answer. Holding space is the answer. And so, Pam, tell us more. I know this is a, a weird time as we're recording. It's it's still quarantine, Corona. Um, so, tell our listeners what they can do to learn more through you. And listeners, I recommend you all figure out a way to step into learning with your infinite life. It is essential that you do this. It will change your life. Working with Pam and her team, which includes me. <laughs> And your infinite life is um, just such an incredible experience. And But tell us what you have coming up. Uh, of course, you know, people want to get to an in-person course, but I, you now have online offerings too, right? Tell us about how listeners can find you. So, uh, thank you. So, we are doing a two-hour online course called Communication Mastery. So, it it will give you some of the tools of what we talked about today. And we do those two, three times a week because uh, we want to have a real good interaction with people. So, they are over video via Zoom. And we limit each class to five people. Wow. So, it gives people an opportunity to work through a real-life you know, communication challenge that they're having. And so that's why we have so many of them. So you can go to our website at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com. And we also offer coaching. There's a blog on there. Uh, You can sign up for a weekly inspiration. We have, you know, there's, there's lots of other ways to get this learning until we meet again in person. <laughs> yes. And right now, this episode will probably come out maybe mid or late June. Right now, listeners, we, you know, I want to tell you that um, there is a Freedom to Be weekend course, the weekend of October 2nd in San Diego. And I am always at every single Freedom to Be course uh, in San Diego. So you can come hang out with me. I will always be there. But that is the weekend course that changed my life. That is what I was in parenting, positive parenting courses. And with our dear friend Susie Walton, who's also who's an instru- yeah, course leader of uh, Freedom to Be weekend. But I was in doing all the parenting work, loved it. But I still was like blocked. I still was not able to end some behaviors that I wanted to. I still wasn't able to understand how to like, you know, have more effectiveness with the tools that I was learning until I went to Freedom to Be. After mm-hmm. I went to Freedom to Be, it unlocked everything. It's, be- it's like I became a different human being. And it was like such a pivotal moment in my parenting life where I took a different direction with my kids. Um, and 
everything. So I would really recommend that you guys check that one out too. Freedom to be, it's on the website October 2nd and hopefully it will not be postponed. And if it needs to be, then you just look at that next date in San Diego. Uh, But of course, um, Your Infinite Life has courses all over the nation too. So Mm -hmm. if you're in a different part of the nation or if you're international and you can only make it to the East Coast or something, uh, there's, there's lots of different offerings. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a wrap. Thanks for being here. Thanks for taking time oh, out of your you. day. We love you. We love you so we love much. Love you guys. Thank you. Okay. Bye. For more info and all the links from what we talked about in today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 52. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, families, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I loved recording it for you. It's now time to join the waitlist for our Fresh Start Full Mastery Program that starts in April. When you join the waitlist, you'll get instant access to the No Holds Barred Cheat Sheet, three common fears and beliefs that hold parents back from reaching full fluency as an empowered parent. Plus, you'll get special pricing when the program launches in April. Just head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash full mastery to hop on the wait list now and I'll send you more details. As always, thanks for listening. Please share this episode with friends and family who you think would benefit by either texting them the link or screenshotting and throwing up a story over on Instagram saying why you love this episode. Just be sure to tag me. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy so I can say hello in the DMs and personally, thank you for being awesome.